Good evening and welcome into another episode of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130. FM 103.5 and anywhere in the world on the free iHeartRadio app. Make sure you download that and you can catch Outdoor Adventures from anywhere you're at and all the other great shows here on Twin Cities News Talk as well. I'm your host, Stan Poggle, and my co-host, legendary guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer Chris Kudak chiming in as well. We're going to have a lot of fun, plenty of events going on. It's almost hard to keep track of all the good stuff going on in the great outdoors here in the state of Minnesota. And we got a pretty good show lined up. We're going to be chatting some vintage snowmobiles. And my partner here, Chris Kudak, he's pretty vintage himself. So that should be a lot of fun, Kudak. How are we doing? Good, good, good. Fished, fished a few days this week, and uh, we got some fish. Uh, <laughs> weather's been been gorgeous out. So, and, you know, we got we got lots of stuff coming up this week, next weekend. I mean, uh, it, it's, a, it, it's getting to that time of year where, you know, there's tournaments everywhere. Yeah. Everybody's got a tournament. Everybody's got a meat raffle. Uh, you know, the big contest up in Brainerd, up at the Brainerd JC, you know, 30,000 people up there. I'll be up there with the, the wheelhouse and the truck. And it sounds like trouble if you're going to be amongst all those people. I'm I'm getting a little worried about you. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I make me a big crock pot of chili, and I'm on oh, my way. Oh, Jesus. That's all we... I, I'm sure they will love you for getting that uh, pot of chili before you head on up there to the JC's Ice Tournament. But you're going to be up there uh, next weekend. Hopefully we'll get a few clips from you. And uh, I know you got your cronies out there. Sounds like the paparazzi. So they're going to be doing a lot of your dirty work up there, the way it sounds. They will be taking pictures. We'll be getting a lot of pictures sending into you on your phone or... We'll be sending them into Outdoor Adventures on the Facebook, but yes, we will We will be getting plenty of pictures to send in, so we'll make sure you've got plenty of work to do. What a day, though, to be outside today. I mean, in the 40s again, I was out, I think I was out two or three times fishing this week. It was, you know, cold to start off the week, but then by Wednesday it started warming up. Uh, even the old man got out and uh, showed me a few tricks on the ice here the other day, so that was good to get him out, too. Well, you know, we were out this morning for... For about four hours, and I laughed. We got there at about oh quarter to seven. We got set up, and at about quarter to eight, eight thirty, it was just like one sixty nine at rush hour coming out on this lake we were at. And I mean, I was laughing, and we fished until about. Well, I left at the dump guys are still fishing, but I left at about one thirty two o'clock, and a lot of people were leaving. Well, the the evening bite doesn't start on this lake till about three o'clock, so. The, the, the guys that don't know what's going on, they're leaving early. The locals are all coming on at 3 o'clock, and it was like a traffic jam getting off the lake. It was funnier than heck. I just chuckled. <laughs> yeah, the traffic on the lake has been nuts, and uh, it's going to get a little sloppy out there this next couple of days, I'm afraid. But it uh, looks like colder weather is on the way, so that should uh, tie that up nicely. But we've got a good show coming up in the next segment. We'll talk for about a half an hour about vintage snowmobiles. The big Waconia ride-in is happening Again, next weekend, the annual event on Lake Waconia. Uh, they have uh, snow drags. They have oval track racing. Uh, they have all the you know judging on all the old sleds. And this year's theme, they're going to be focusing on Mercury snowmobiles. And I don't particularly remember those, but I remember as a kid being at uh, one of my old man's uh, fishing buddies' place once, and we went in the garage, and there sat an old Evinrude snowmobile. And at the time, I, you know, all I knew Evinrude as was his boat motors. So I was kind of surprised, obviously, at that age to see it. But 
it's just so cool to see those old things and how they've come along. It's it's really incredible the advances they've made. I mean, they they ride like Porsches compared to what they used to. Oh, you bet! I remember back when we used to go to Belt Plate to the relatives. They had they had an old Johnson snowmobile, big old double track one ski. Uh, I mean, it was a brute. I mean, we, yeah, I remember the Mercury's and the the Diablo de Rouges. Uh, I mean, they had. Uh, I mean, back in the old days, the old the old players Mustangs. They were yep. 16 horsepower, and you could get them up 50. But they were workhorses. I mean, they were they were for the for the guy hauling wood out and, and going fishing. They were they were workhorse machines. They're nothing like the ones you buy now. They you pull out of the crate and you can do 150 miles an hour with them. Yeah, you can skip water. You can pop wheelies. You can do pretty much anything on the new ones. I haven't really done a lot of snowmobiling as of late. I. I I do not own one anymore. I did growing up uh, all those years ago, but but I know I I rode one of my buddies, and he has a newer one, and then he has another one that's you know a few years old, but it's still you know a good ten fifteen years newer than the one I had, the last one I had, and it's just amazing the power those things have. It'll throw me right off the back almost. Oh, you bet! I got I got a uh, it's a '99 Polaris Arctic Cat out in my garage. It's got 500 original miles on it. I bought it back. Back, 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 brand no, wait, 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 wait a second. You said it's out in your garage, right? Yes, it's sitting in my garage. Well, uh, now I have a problem with that because we were trying to work out a deal here, if I remember right, a month or two ago on that exact snowmobile, and you said your kid took it. Now, which well, one is it? Your kid take it or is it sitting in the garage? Gosh darn it. Uh, it's in the garage, but he's taking it. He ain't got no store to drive it down there. Well, then you might as well just bring it down to Tonka here. I have plenty of trails out there on the lake I could uh, blaze. You would probably get in trouble, and it doesn't have a sidecar on it. <laughs> By the way, when I was fishing the other day, a guy pulls up alongside my truck, a younger guy, and, oh, God, he says, you know, I listened to your show, and this and that. Well, how did, how did, how did Stan get the name of sidecar? Oh, here we go, here we go. So I had to sit there and take 15 minutes and explain it to him how you got the nickname of Sidecar Stan, and the kid was just roaring. He said, you know, that really does fit him, don't yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah, it uh, stuck pretty well. It's one of, like, nine nicknames I now have, so uh, we'll uh, continue with that, the Sidecar Stan. That's, that is a pretty good one. I'll give it yeah. to you on that. Oh, Lukey and Mikey Rogers did you good there. Speaking of which, uh, I heard Lunker Luke is uh, out on the Minnetonka today chasing women, trying to catch something. I, I I don't know. I talked to Mike a little earlier, and and uh, he, I asked him about the old, old Green Bay, and he didn't know what he was doing. Well, apparently he's uh, trying to catch some fish. I He said he was going to send me some pictures, and that was at about noon, I think it was, 1 o'clock maybe. And I haven't. I've yet to get a picture, so I'm guessing uh, he's not having too much luck out there. No, he's probably still whining that Green Bay didn't make the playoffs. You yeah. know, he's 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 uh, he's he jumped ship. I think now he's rooting for the Vikings. Though. Yeah, he's finally come to the uh, better side. What a game! Speaking of Vikings, we'll get into that a little bit too. But want to remind you, uh, we'll have Scott Wakefield. Uh, he's one of the organizers there at the Vintage Snowmobile Run on Lake Waconia. I gotta be honest here, Kudak. You gotta take over. I'm dying here. What? What did you? Uh, do you have something bad to eat today, or what? And uh, we also, well, since Stan's dying there, we are going to be talking about Malax and Malax. Uh, if you're looking for a place to go during the week, Dickie's got up at Dickie's Liberty Beach has got house rentals, uh, a good deal during the week. 
Uh, talk to Dina at Agate Bay. He's got some specials going. Terry at Terry's Boat has got specials going during the week. You know, people coming in for the Super Bowl. If you want to go get, uh, you want to come up and try a new experience, get a hold of me. We'll get you in a house up on the Lax. Uh, you know, get you out fishing. And you don't need to bring nothing. I got everything you need to tackle this and that. I can set you up with a fish house, a sleeper house if you want to go overnight or if you want to do a day deal. Uh, but there's plenty to do. I mean, the fish are bite on the People are up there catching lots of fish. Ice conditions are pretty good. We haven't had no problems. But then again, when you're when you're going out to Malax, you know, go through a resort, pay them the ten bucks. They got good roads put out there now. They got they check them every day. Or talking Bill Lundin, you know, Bill get your license, your bait, everything you need there. Bill's got the up to minute reports or touch bait and Garrison or Garrison Sports. I mean, stop in and talk to them guys, and and they will put you on their straight and narrow. To get your fish, they want you to go out and catch fish, and the fish are biting pretty good there. Yeah, I was even catching fish the last time I was up there. And speaking of the uh, big uh, game weekend, I I might be actually up there Super Bowl weekend, so uh, you better be ready and uh, get me a house lined up for me. Well, I I think I got a four by four that you could probably go to. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to fit in that one. Well, you'd have to stand up, but that'd be all right. No, I don't have enough energy for that, but uh, I'll, I'll find something. We'll uh, get there, and then, you know, of course, I'm going to find your house. I'll bring my four-wheeler up there and uh, race around your house and make sure you don't catch anything, and then I'll head back to my house and have all sorts of fun. Well, I don't have a house. I got rid of my house last year. My my, my big house is gone. Well, I'll find which one you're fishing in, and I'll I'll hunt you down. I I, I know people up there, too, so I'll be able to find you. I got, I got, you know, I, you, ne- you never know where I'm going. Well, sometimes that's a good thing. But uh, we got a good show coming up. Vintage Snowmobile Run on Lake Waconia happening next weekend. We'll chat with Scott Wakefield here next. Plenty of other things. I mean, if you're into uh, winter sports and winter outdoors, I mean, it's like the 4th of July around here right now. We got uh, the Brainerd JC's tournaments coming up next weekend. Isaides, uh, they got one up there at Mille Lacs and a pig roast coming up in a couple of weeks. They got ice castles over in Stillwater, Red Bull crushed ice. They got a few antique snowmobile runs going around the area. So plenty of stuff to do. Pond hockey out in Excelsior. So you might have to come down and uh, check out the ladies at Maynard's, Kuduk. Yeah, yeah. There's a big deal in St. Cloud starting yesterday. They got, uh, oh, there's about a million teams playing over there right now on Lake George. They got the Peewees to the high school kids. Uh, I think the college teams are playing. So, I mean, this time of year, there's... You go, you get on these there's, there's web pages or whatever, and you can find all this stuff going on. There's something going on for the next couple months. I mean, every weekend there's something going on. And the great thing about the internet, you don't even have to type www anymore. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I figured that. But uh, we're going to get into uh, vintage snowmobiles next. Find out all the great events happening. There's also something new coming to the uh, Waconia Snowmobile Ride-In this year. So we'll chat with Scott Wakefield and find out more about that coming up next here on Outdoor Adventures on Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130, FM 103.5 and the iHeartRadio app. Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and anywhere in the world on the free iHeartRadio app. You can download that, search Outdoor Adventures, and you find us anytime there. 
Even if you don't catch us live, we have all of our previous episodes up there on the iHeartRadio channel. We got our own channel finally, Kudak. It's taken, what have I been here now? Almost 10 years at the radio station, and they, they finally threw me a bone. Well, yeah, yeah, that's about time. We got, we, you know, we got a few people listening to us, so you know, we're doing, we're, we must be doing a pretty good job because everybody likes it. Well, I know one thing people like. I get emails all the time about it. You know what they like to do? What? Get Kudak going. We're gonna get you going again today. <laughs> I can't wait till the final segment to get Kudak going. Oh, that's my favorite segment here on Outdoor Adventures. If you. If you want to see uh, hear a man angry, uh, that is the segment to tune in here uh, towards the end of the show. We'll get into that a little bit later on. But we have to talk a little bit of sledding now. Not the little downhill uh, plastic ones playing daredevil by the pine trees like I used to do, but uh, the big boy uh, sleds, the motorized style. Let's uh, welcome in Scott Wakefield right now. He is uh, helping out get all set up for the big Lake Waconia ride-in, the Waconia ride-in vintage Antique snowmobile run. Good afternoon, Scott. How are we doing? We're doing great this afternoon. What a day to be setting up today. At least you didn't uh, lose any fingers due to the cold, huh? Right. No frostbite today or any whipping winds or anything like that. So it was a beautiful day to set up today. So uh, tell us a little bit about the Waconia ride-in. For those that don't know, it's on Lake Waconia, obviously. But uh, what do you all have going on? I know there's a variety of events for kids all the way up to the old-timers. Right. So it's the Waconia ride-in 2018, our 24th annual. And this year's featured snowmobile is Mercury. And it's going to be this Saturday the 27th through Sunday the 28th. And um, starting Saturday, the gates open at 7 o'clock and... uh, uh, the ballroom opens at 8, and also the drag race registration starts at 8 o'clock in the ballroom. So we have drag races on Saturday. And then we've got a silent auction going on at 9 o'clock. We've got some merchandise sales going on at 9 o'clock. And then the world-famous trail ride leaves from in front of the ballroom at 11 o'clock and goes the 12 miles around Lake Waconia. Okay. Hey, do you have a snowmobile that we can put Stan in with the sidecar? Yeah, you bet. <laughs> they make those. Yeah, we've got a guy that does custom sleds, and he made one with a little sidecar in there. Oh, the Scott, you, you should have never told Kudok that. I'm never going to hear yeah. the end of it. I'm and sure it's just hilarious because his wife is in there, and she's got her skin cap on, and they're going around the trail, 12-mile trail ride. I just laugh and laugh about it so. that is funny that is funny so uh mercury is the featured sled but yep. i know anybody with a vintage sled or even people like me that just kind of like to relive the older days and and see all the cool machines uh what are uh, i mean how many i heard you had what 800 900 riders last year yeah we had 826 people on that trail ride wow at 11 o'clock so I get going out in front of the trail ride, and by the time I get back around the 12 miles, they're still leaving yet. <laughs> That's how long the line is. It's 12 wow. miles long. And they're and probably doing about 12 miles an hour, too, huh? They're all doing about 10, 12 miles an hour, some of them a little bit slower than that. So. <laughs> That uh, that's a fun fun event, and people really look forward to that on Saturday. The drag races then started at eleven thirty, and then um, we have a classic trail ride that we added this year, and that starts at two o'clock and goes around the lake. So the classic class is going to be sleds from nineteen ninety two to two thousand, and those were the sleds that were going on that one. And then we're going to close the ballroom four o'clock, 
to get ready for our uh, 6 o'clock program that we put on. And uh, we're going to be auctioning off a live auction to benefit ALS this year. At what time does that start? That starts at 6 o'clock. So this pretty much goes on from sunrise to sunset and beyond, it sounds like. You got it, because we'll make our announcement at 10.30 that night for our featured snowmobile for 2019. Okay. Yep, so we got a live auction going on in there, and the banquet goes on, and and I said the proceeds from the charity sled will go to ALS this year. So that's that's it's been make a wish, but we're doing ALS this year. So and then we get to Sunday. Sure, yeah, we have plenty of events. We'll get into that a little bit later, but let's just talk a little bit, you know, about you know I I know I'm a lot younger than Kudak. I don't know uh, where you're at age wise, Scott, but I I was telling Kudak here earlier, you know, when I was a little kid and. We were going fishing with a buddy, one of my dad's buddies, and we went into the garage to grab his gear, and there sat an old Evinrude, you know? And, you know, I didn't even realize they made them, but, I mean, it seems like back then, pretty much every Tom, Dick, and Harry had a snowmobile out. Absolutely. Harley-Davidson had a snowmobile. It's actually quite popular for collecting. Sears Hmm. had a snowmobile. J.C. Penney had a snowmobile. (laughs) Home light, wheel horse. You think of all those moto skis. Yeah, we're out there, and Matthew Ferguson. Then you got into the tractor part of it. Matthew yep. Ferguson, John Deere, they made snowmobiles. Everybody was making snowmobiles, and from the seventies to nineteen seventy-two, there were over a million snowmobiles manufactured by sixty-six different manufacturing companies. Now, do you do you have any old Johnsons that come out down there? Remember the old the old Diablo de Rouge, the one that had the the motor, the motor, the you know, the front, and then it pivoted in the back, and you sat in the trailer in the back. Right, and you steered it with a big bar, kind of not really a steering wheel, it was just a bar that came out of the front part of the motor, and then you sat on a little seat on the back with skis on it. Yeah, absolutely, they're out there. They go right the what's this in the weeds. Like I, I got a neighbor up there. Scott, one of them sitting in, in his in his shed. <laughs> Maybe we so, should get Kudak on that thing and drag him around Waconia for a couple hours. That would be great. Yeah. It, yeah, it is amazing, though, how many, you know, and I'm sure it's probably just like everything else, you know, kind of the strong survived, and then, you know, the big boys came in and kind of consolidated everything. But right. But maybe uh, is are there any sleds that, uh, you know, maybe were out at that time and, you know, maybe you can offer up kind of maybe if there's anything innovative or, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of differences in them. It's not like now where they all kind of look the same, I mean, except for the color scheme, you know, but right. I, there was just so many unique and people coming up and trying to, you know, whether it was a single track or a double track, some had studs, some had, you know, cleats on them, you know, just yep. all the different designs. That's That's pretty fun, too. Well, everybody was trying to improve on the design, the basic design, right? So Articat came out with a slide rail suspension with Hyfax in 1971, and that really revolutionized the snowmobile industry going forward. So that was a major. And then the IFS sleds came out with the 1980 Trailcat. You'll see a couple of those go around the trail ride from time to time, and that's your independent front suspensions. And it just kind of took off from there. And to today's technology, uh, where we're at with the four manufacturers that are left, Articat, Polaris, who happen to be Minnesota companies, and then Skidoo and Yamaha. Hey, do you have any of the old Raiders that show up out there? Oh, yeah. We've had plenty of Raiders show up. 
So you're sitting yep. in your little yep. cockpit, and you got your two tracks in the back, and yep. he's up front and racing around that 12-mile trail ride. You bet. Yep, they were they were pretty cool back in the 70s. Yep, absolutely. Beautiful, beautiful Raiders that are all restored. And then on Sunday, we have the big show, and that's where a lot of the Raiders will show up. They'll get judged because of the quality of the restorations that they have. And so the gates open again at 8 o'clock on Sunday. The ballroom is open at 8 o'clock also. And then we start the registration for the show at 8 o'clock. There's a loud snowmobile contest registration that starts at 8 o'clock also. The silent auction is again going on on Sunday. The swap meet behind the ballroom is free on Sunday. So that's something to remember. And then we have oval races starting at 11 o'clock. So vintage snowmobiles racing in circles. <laughs> and that goes till 3 o'clock. And then the show judging goes from 11 to 1, and then the Loud Snowmobile Contest starts at 1 o'clock. Well, and you, and there's, there's plenty of parking in town there. Where do you park everybody? Well, we park, uh, we'll probably pick a, park 1,000 cars on the lake. Uh, it's a 4,000-acre lake. And then we have 27 acres of land parking also. Okay, also, so... You you got plenty of parking accommodations for everybody. Then, if you, oh, absolutely! Oh, absolutely! We've never run out of parking room. And I got to so, ask too: is there is there a cost for this, or is it free to the yep. public? Or yep. So on on Saturday it's fifteen dollars, and kids that are twelve and under are free. Okay. And on Sunday it goes down to ten dollars. Okay. So Sunday is a really good day to come out. It's ten dollars to get in, and like I said, children twelve and under are free. And the big shows on Sunday, oval racing on Sunday. Saturday is probably, though, our biggest day because of the swap meet behind the ballroom and then the trail ride that everybody's got to go on and all the fun that's going on with the drag race, <clears throat> excuse me, the drag race on Saturday. So pick and choose. It's uh, two fun-filled days back-to-back. Yeah, you can definitely uh, relive a little nostalgia there on Lake Waconia for the Waconia ride-in uh, featuring Mercury, but all sorts of uh, old... Uh, Lead sleds, I like to call them, because, man, those things were heavy. Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, built out of steel. Now everything's aluminum and plastic. They didn't have a lot of plastic back in the 70s. Everything's steel. Yep. And some even cast iron. Some of the components of the snowmobile are made out of cast iron that they had back in the day. Well, can you stick around for one more segment, Scott? We'd love to chat a little bit more with you, if you could. Yeah, you bet. No problem. Sounds great. We'll chat more with uh, Scott Wakefield. He's uh, helping out uh, organize and uh, get things set up there at the Waconia Ride-In 2018 on Lake Waconia. Coming up next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we'll uh, post a link on our Facebook as well. Check out Outdoor Adventures on Facebook. Not only will you find that, but uh, plenty of funny videos, good pictures, uh God, we got all sorts of stuff on there, so make sure you follow us and like us on Facebook, and then also download that free IR radio app so you don't ever miss an episode of Outdoor Adventures. We'll also uh, run down a list of other events going on this week and the coming weeks, uh, plenty of ice fishing contests and other uh, vintage snowmobile shows coming up in the coming weeks in different areas of the state, so we'll get into that a little bit. I know uh, Winter Games down in Okaboji coming up here in the next couple of weeks as well, so plenty of things to chat about, and also we will get Kudak going before the end of the show here on Outdoor Adventures, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 1035, and the iHeartRadio app.
Into the second half of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the iHeartRadio app. Don't forget we have all your football action coming up here tomorrow starting at 1 o'clock. We'll have the AFC title game, and then uh, right after that we'll go directly into Vikings coverage. And we'll uh, see if uh, the Vikings can do it one more time, Kudak. Uh, last week, man, it almost felt weird winning that game because, you know, that stuff always seems to happen to us. So it almost didn't feel right when it had happened the other way around. Well, I thought after they threw their 17 points away, you know, you're winning by 17 or 20 points, and you, you, you can't score a touchdown in the third and fourth quarter. I'm thinking, yep, these points are done. And they get a you know a hail mary pass in the last seconds of the game and win the game. You know I, I don't know if they can do it two weeks in a row. I'm I'm thinking uh, if the Vikings win, they're going to win by two points. Yeah, it ain't going to be much. Yeah, I I have it a seventeen sixteen, so I think it's going to be a close one too. I don't think we're going to quite come out of the gates as fast as we did last week. It's going to be up to the defense. If our defense play is good. Yeah, we could have a chance, but you don't you don't know who's showing up, you know. But you know what? We can all dream because it hasn't happened in my lifetime. I was uh the last Super Bowl we were in, I, I wasn't born until a month or two later after that one. So uh, there has not been one in my lifetime. So I'm kind of excited about it. But you know, I, I got a call from, from the grandson Turtle yesterday. Hey, he says, Grandpa, he says, Can you get me on the radio today? And I said, What poor landed? He says, Well, he goes to school in Holdingford, and I guess the teachers had all the kids come to the gym class for a big rally for the Vikings to do their school or whatever they yep. do, put their hands in the air. So he, he had his, all his classmates, they wanted to, they went down to the gym and, and did, their, did their chat for the Vikings to give them some, some pride and some spirit to go win. Well, let's hope they do it uh, coming up here tomorrow. You can hear that game here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130 and FM 1035. And continuing on with a Scott Wakefield of the Waconia Ride-In, it's happening next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on Lake Waconia. Um, nearly uh, 800 or over 800 uh, riders as far as the vintage riders. But, Scott, I wanted to ask you that, too. Um, if I do have a newer sled, is that something I can uh, join the old-timers with out on the ride? Or? Yeah, absolutely. We have people that bring their new sleds and modern sleds that come along. They just don't get counted in the count because we only count vintage sleds. So sure. anything that's going to be 89 and older, so if you've got a 90 or whatever, we don't count those. But, yeah, you can bring them along. People do it all the time. Mm-hmm. It's fun. And we like to have those because some of the old stuff can't make 12 miles and needs to be towed back. Yeah. So... So kind of what? Nice it, to have those sleds out there. Sure. So, uh, do you, I'm sure you probably get a lot of people that uh, come every year, but uh, just kind of, can you give us a little bit of the atmosphere? I'm guessing it's just kind of almost like an old car show or something like that, where it's just good camaraderie and uh, great stories. I'm sure too. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people don't see each other all year long until they come to Waconia, and they come from all over. We've got a big group coming out of Canada this year. We've got guys that come from Alaska. I talked to a guy from South Carolina. Talked to a son and his father from Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, that are flying up, leave their sleds in Minnesota, and drive them for the weekend, and then fly back to Phoenix, Arizona. Um, we've got people coming from California, a big group out of Washington State, New York, they're coming, Wisconsin, obviously, Michigan, Iowa, and North and South Dakota. It's amazing 
how many people come from all over the country and countries in Canada, and then they meet together, and it's like uh, old home week, basically, at the Waconia Ride-In 2018. And unfortunately, just like the old cars, you know, they only made so many of them, and we're we're losing more and more of them every year. So yep. this is a great thing to, you know, have this annual event, and uh, it's great to see those people that uh, keep that stuff going. And I'm sure, too, I'm sure the prices probably uh, aren't quite as cheap as they were back in the 60s and 70s when they bought them, huh? Well, uh, actually, <laughs> they kind of held the price because... That's one of the fastest-growing segment in snowmobiling right now is the vintage part of it because you can get into the sport for 500 to to $1,000. And if you want to get into snowmobiling, that's a pretty cheap entry-level price. Now, if you want something more modern, you're talking 5000 And if you're just going crazy and going to get the top line, you're talking twelve dollars to $15,000. So you can see why vintage snowmobiling is so popular because you can get in for 500 to $1,000, and you're a vintage snowmobiler, and you're out snowmobiling. And then once you get a comfort level and you want to take the next step, you're in that five to 6000 And then uh, when you're making the big bucks, you get into twelve to 15000 So there's tons of parts available in the swap meet, and that's what keeps this old iron going. There's motors back there. We have vendors back there. We have vendors that are selling new parts, new old stock, NOF stock, and um, so, yeah, we've got all kinds of different sleds uh, and different kinds of parts and accessories for you to buy. They, they got any sleds out there that's got cabs on them so you don't get cold with heaters in them yet? Uh, yeah, there was a couple of them out there. There's a manufacturer that was made out of fiberglass, and it, it slides back. You get in, and then you grab above your head, and you slide it forward. It's got two tracks in the back and just one ski in the front. So, yeah, they have those there. You bet. And then Skidoo had a version of that. We've had a few of those, not a lot of those. But, uh, oh, yeah, there's there's everything that you can imagine. We have a class that's called the Custom Class, and that will be in the show on Sunday. And that's where, you know, we had a boat there one year, so Snowmobile dressed up as a boat. We've got the sidecar one. Uh, we've got a jalopy sled back from the 30s that they've converted we have a sled that's side by side a polaris and an articat welded together wow. <laughs> um we have a sled that goes forward and backwards it's facing both directions <laughs> welded together so that, that's yeah, the one kudak needs because he never knows which way he's going exactly It'd be perfect exactly. for him you don't know if you're coming or going <laughs> yeah. when you see that sled it's uh, hilarious they have a limo sled it's 27 feet long. That's how long the seat is. It's hilarious. It's just unbelievable. Once in a lifetime things that you're going to see at the Waconia Ride in 2018. There's there's one on Facebook the other day. A guy, a gentleman up in Canada, took an old Skidoo wide track with a single ski on front, and he cut a hole in his camper where the tongue was <laughs> and shoved this Skidoo under there, welded it all together. Now he can sit in this tr- motorhome or this trailer, pull behind trailer, <laughs> and pull it out there with drive the snowmobile out there and pull this fish out. It's a fish outside with the snowmobile for a motor. I love it. I love it. Snowmobilers are so unique in doing the stuff that they do. It's just amazing, and we have that stuff at our show out at Waconia, the Waconia Ride in 2018. It's happening uh, next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So what's that? The uh, 26th, 27th, 28th. That's correct. Yeah, and we can, can you talk ju- about food? Oh yeah, yeah. We well, can't forget about the food, and there's probably, I guess, a few suds out there too. 
Oh, yeah, so all the suds and all the good things, the liquids are inside the ballroom, but we have the Watertown Lions famous pork chops outside. Mm. They sold 2,900 pork chops last year, and on Facebook, they're called Evil Pork Chops because a couple of guys went on to Facebook and said, I go up to Waconia and I gave, gained 10 pounds, <laughs> and the only reason I can think I gained 10 pounds for the weekend is those evil Watertown Lions pork chops. Well, that's a good evil, right? Right, the good evil. Yeah, we've got uh, another vendor out there that's selling cookies and mini donuts and cheese curds and french fries. And, oh, man. You know, if there's anything, pulled pork sandwiches, we've got it all. So if you're hungry, come hungry. You'll get fed at the Waconia Ride-In 2018. That sounds excellent. Thanks again for tuning in, uh, Scott. We appreciate your time, and uh, hopefully I'll get out there next Sunday. And uh, hopefully uh, I'll look you up and uh, see if we can't touch base out there. Yeah, I'll be in the Crow's Nest broadcasting, so stop in and we'll chat. Excellent. Thanks again, Scott. Appreciate it. Thank you. That is uh, the Waconia ride-in happening next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on Lake Waconia. Pretty much starts up Friday night and goes all the way through Sunday evening. So uh, looking forward to that. You're going to be up at the uh, Brainerd JC's tournament. I was kind of hoping we could hook up there, Kuduk, but uh, he had the other plans. But that'll be fun, too. So I, I got to be up there Friday at about before do it to get out get out on the, on the lake to pull the truck and the fish house out there. And we'll be there all day Saturday. As soon as that gets done Saturday, we're probably going to take off from there, slide over to Malax and Fish Black Sunday for a little bit, and then uh, come back. And then I believe right before the Super Bowl, they got on Prior Lake. They got a big deal going on Prior Lake with the Vikings. Ex-Vikings are going to be on Prior Lake for a, a big fishing deal down there. Well, our little uh, buddy uh, Zaneko will probably be roaming around down there. We might have to go harass him a little bit. Oh, I'm sure Zaneko will be he'll be doing something, giving fishing pointers or, or have a few depth fighters, giving some seminars on the depth fighters out there, you know. Yep, exactly. So uh, plenty of things going on. We have a whole list of them to run through here. We'll do that in the final segment. Plus, i got to get Kudak going here before the end of the show. And I have a couple of stories here that I think is definitely going to get them going. But uh, before we get into that, I do want to let you guys know a little bit about uh, some hunting uh, opportunities. One is the uh, mentored uh, uh, turkey hunts. And I know we've had our buddy Mike Curry. He helps out with this, the Learn to Hunt program coordinator at the DNR. And uh, youth and adults can learn to hunt turkeys this April with experienced volunteers. They'll cover safe hunting techniques, how to call in the turkeys, hunting tactics, and field dressing a bird. Um, you can apply for that through Monday, February 12th, and then the hunts will be uh, April 21st and 22nd. So if you're one of those guys that uh, or gals that wants to do a little turkey hunting but doesn't really know how the heck to do it, this is the time to do it, Kudak. Well, you bet. They, they got the veteran hunt deal, which is, you know, you get all the curry. And down at the DNR, they got everything that they can help you with, fishing for young kids, uh, mentor programs, uh, gun safety training. You know, you get down there and you, you get all the particulars done and you can get it done early. Exactly. And speaking of turkey hunting, not only do they have the mentored hunts, but the uh, lottery deadline for uh, spring turkey A and B lottery, that's uh, going on through the 26th, so you only have basically till Friday of next week uh, here to get that done, and that's a seasonal run from the 18th to the 31st. But um, uh, get your uh, t- 
tickets in there for the uh, turkey lottery there. And then uh, also get a hold of our good friend Mike Coldfront Curry. You can find him on our Facebook page. Try to post something up there as well, and we'll probably have to all have old Cold Duck on here one of these weekends too, because uh, I know he has a lot of things like this mentor turkey hunt and you know the deer hunt, mentoring deer hunts and becoming an outdoors woman and all that stuff. So we'll have to get him on here quick. Yeah, I tried to get him on. He had some family deals there last week, and uh, he was prior engagement. So probably here in a week or two, we'll get him on, and then we can talk to him about what's going on through the DNR and all the hunts and. You know, venturing stuff and fishing. I'm sure they got a bunch of ice fishing stuff going on through them. And yep. So we'll we'll get him on here in a week, probably next week or the week after, and, and we'll find out what's going on with him. Sounds good. We got one final segment of outdoor adventures coming up after the break. I'm going to get Kudak going. I can almost, I can, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get him going on one of these two topics. So we'll have that for you coming up next and wrap things up here on outdoor adventures. Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. Final segment of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. Speaking about easy living, huh, Kudak? This is a pretty easy gig, isn't it? You bet. It is a lot of fun. Uh, thank you for tuning in, all you. And uh, don't forget, you can download that free iHeartRadio app. And uh, if you have anything but a phone like Kudak has, you can uh, listen to us anywhere in the world with that free iHeartRadio app. Just search Outdoor Adventures. You can listen to us live while we're on from 5 to 6 Saturday nights here. Or you can also uh, go back and listen to all the archives of all the great guests we've had uh, everywhere from Lake of the Woods down to Okaboji over to Devil's Lake. Pretty much everybody, but we keep those Wisconsin, those Packer fans. We haven't really went uh, over uh, east much because we just got to keep those folks off the radio. Well, we had Kavias and Parsons. Uh, they're from Green Bay. They're from Wisconsin. Well, yeah, well, they're, they're kind of big-shot big fishermen. I guess we can uh, let them get away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we've 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 had a pretty we got a pretty good segment of people. Although, well, we have we've had somebody from Hawaii. I lost my He's in Hawaii. Yeah, he had that big scare last week with that false alarm. I never I haven't talked to him yet, but I'm sure he was running around probably uh, beating people away with his banjo. I'm guessing. Ah, uh, he was probably at the golf course. Yeah, that might have been too beating him off with the old nine iron. Yeah, yeah, he was probably all running around. Our- you know, doing his golfing deal. Or I could have been doing yoga alongside the swamp there or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, one final segment to wrap things on. Before I get you going here, Kudak, plenty of things uh, happening. We just chatted about the vintage snowmobile run on Lake Waconia. That's happening next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on Lake Waconia. There's also a couple of other ones uh, going on. There's one actually happening right now, uh, Antique Sled Show up in Pequot Lakes there. So isn't that where Peckles is at? Yeah, yeah, at Pequot Lakes, they got, I believe, one on Malaks and Wakan. It's either, it was either, I think it's this weekend. Next weekend, Munson's got a big chili cook off there for five bucks. I mean, there's something going on. We got the big ducks fishing contest coming up next month, uh, up in Garrison. That's a, that's a big deal. They're giving a truck away. That's, 
that's right out right in front of Garrison there by the old Blue Goose. I mean, there's there there's something going on every weekend. Yeah, these next few weeks are going to be really busy. Let's start off with uh, the here and now. Uh, of course, we have Hockey Day in Minnesota going on in St. Cloud, so I'm sure that's a big party town. They'll be going there all weekend with that. Uh, they have also the uh, Pond Hockey Championships. That is happening through the weekend in Excelsior. I know a couple of buddies have their ice castles out on Excelsior Bay there, so I'm sure that'll be a right for those guys and many others. So that's happening in Excelsior this weekend. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Red Bull Crashed Ice, that's happening here downtown. Okay, this weekend, and then uh, next weekend, we will move on to next weekend, Okaboji Winter Games. That's down at Lake Okaboji. That's Friday through Sunday. Uh, they got softball on the ice, ice drags, four-wheeler races, I believe. They got all sorts of fun, uh, polar plunge, all that good stuff down there at Lake Okaboji. And uh, what else is coming up next weekend? Uh, the Brainerd JCs, of course, you're going to be there. So where are you going to be hanging out there? Well, I'll be having the big big Dodge Cornerstone truck there with the, the core fish house. I'm picking that up tomorrow. I was picking it up last week, but we had a little lighting problem on it, so i got to go back and get it tomorrow morning. I'll have that home. But I, I'll be uh, right on the outskirts of the fishing contest where I'll be able to, to see everything going on. So people want to come over and visit with me. I'll have the heat going and uh, doing a little little picture taking and all that good stuff. All right, sounds great. So that's happening next weekend. And then uh, two weeks from now, the weekend of February 3rd, Isaiah's got their big contest in Pegros up there on Mille Lacs. Uh, Hugo, another one for you snowmobilers out there, vintage snowmobile show happening in Hugo, February 3rd. Also, uh, ice fishing contest in Park Rapids on February 3rd, and uh, that's all I have here on my list. But, I mean, there's just... Tons of stuff to do here over the next few weeks. Yeah, well, and, well, we got the big eel power festival. Oh yeah, eel power. Yeah, can't forget that one. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. We need to get up there one of these years too. Yeah, we probably never get out of town if we got there. Would be the problem. Yeah, well, we could uh, we could fry some up and uh, eat a little uh, poor man's lobster, and then you know maybe wash it down with a couple of cheap beers. Well, they they got right in the park there. They got. But they got a place that they, it's you know, like a mini donut deal that they, they clean them or fry them up. You can buy them right there in the beer wagons right next door. Oh, man, that sounds like my kind of place. I might have to make plans this year. Yeah, yeah, I, I know enough people walker that we could probably uh, probably get in trouble. Yeah, well, uh, maybe we'll have to plan that for next year. But uh, if, you, if you're looking for things to do, uh, definitely... Uh, Check all the great events going on, not only in the Metro, but uh, throughout. Uh, I know, I think, well, I suppose Woody, he's partying up in International Falls. They got, uh, was it, Icebox Days up there this weekend, too. Well, Woody was in the hospital here a few weeks ago. He had uh, uh, some stints put in and some other things, and he was Ooh. moving kind of slow. I was going to have him on the radio a couple weeks ago, and he was, on, he, was, he was on his way in the hospital the same day I was on my way into the hospital. Well, you old farts, you got to take care of yourself if you want to stick around. Well, yeah, I got a picture of somebody cooking chili on his on his heater the other night with with five <laughs> beers in the fishing hole next to him. But <laughs> I, I'm thinking, yeah, but everybody thought that was me that was fishing. They didn't understand that was you that was fishing. Yeah, I had a couple people comment that I only had a couple beers in the hole. They were wondering how come I only had a couple, seeing as I'm the bottle bass champion. But I'd take it easy, you know. Well, that's what 
what your mom said. She wanted it all to be only. Usually, she says he's got a case in the hole. He's only got a couple. Oh, come on! Let's not bring my mom into it here. <laughs> That's crossing the line, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You tell your mom that. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, let's get it in since we got you going. Uh, let, let's let's get Kudak going here. We, it's been a while since I've gotten you going, and I'm going to get you good here today. Just to get started. Now, we only got about three minutes, so keep that in mind. But McCoy's, they're having the Mille Lacs Advisory Committee meeting. That's coming up uh, the 25th, so that must be, what, Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Yeah. Presentation by that doctor uh, and his panel of external review of the lakes. So what do you think of that whole deal? It'll be just like every advisory committee they've had since it started. Nobody will show up. They'll get nothing done, and it's, it's a waste of their time. I mean, they don't get anywhere. They're, they're all, I mean, there's a few of them on the board that, that know what's going on, but the rest of them, they, they they can say one thing, the DNR says something else, the DNR does what they want to do with the advisory board. The advisory board is just a stepping stone for the DNR. That The DNR can all blame it on the advisory board. That's all that's about. Well, you heard it here first, so uh, if you want to actually go to that meeting, it's 530 to 830 Thursday, January 25th at McCoy's. I'm sure our buddy uh, Dean Hansen from Agat will probably be there, I'm guessing. Huh? So we maybe get a report from him. Yeah, Dean's always there. He's on, he's one of the top guys on the board. And, and you know, if, if they would listen to some of the things that the, the advisory board would bring up, I mean, it would go somewhere. But I think the advisory committee is getting fed up with the DNR because they the advisory board will say stuff that the DNR will just... If they even if the DNR even shows up to the meeting half the time, they don't show up anyway. Yeah, and and there supposedly is public comments and questions after the meeting, but I've heard from you that that doesn't always uh, work out too well either. No, they don't even do that. So I mean, I I used to go to them. I don't go to them anymore. It's a waste of my gas. We're getting Kudak going here to wrap things up on outdoor adventures. A couple minutes to go here, and I'm sure this one is just gonna. This is going to bring a big old smile to your face, buddy. I, I, I can see it gleaming ear to ear. The DNR, this just came out a couple of days ago. They have approved the name change, Kudak, of Lake Calhoun to, I'm not even sure how to pronounce it, what is it, De Makaska? Well, what they should do is if they change the name and gave that to the Indians, let the Indians put that to there and clean the lake up. Let them, let them clean that lake up. Give them the lake. Let them do what they want with it. Say, here you go. Now you take care of it. You're a sovereign nation. You can take care of this lake because it's your lake. You're a sovereign nation. You take care of your property. And, by the way, we we will the state will be no more giving you any government grants. You're on your own. See how that works out for them. Oh, boy. Ah, you like that one, huh? Yep. I mean... You look at the, they got all these casinos, they're making money. Why should we be giving them grants? They should be self-sufficient. They should be taking care of their own property. We're building them all these new houses up there on their property. They're getting grants from the state. Two years later, the houses are boarded up, they're burnt up, they're, they're shacks. There's garbage laying everywhere. Why are we paying for it? We can't take care of our service members, our people. We can't take care of our own people. But we're, we're spending money on that. Let's rethink this whole situation and say, okay, you're a sovereign nation. You want to be a sovereign nation. You want special deals. You pay for it yourself. Well, I guess that's going to wrap it up for Outdoor Adventures. That was a fantastic. You better run for office. Well, I'm telling you, it's good to be where 
and, and I, you know, I, I got a bunch of friends up there that live up on the res. They're, they're natives, they're Indians. They're, they're not full blooded Indians, they're half Indians, and they're getting all the perks, all the yep, perks, yep. all the perks. Well, yep. you, know, you want to be a sovereign nation, you're a sovereign nation. Yep. Take care of yourself. All right, perfect. We got to go. We're running out of time. Skull Vikings, beat those damn eagles to death. And we got black Republican, black Democrat coming up next.